the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook. Incredibly easy to use. Super safe. Totally secure. Super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets. Live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new... Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. All right, welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. Mike Silver, longtime writer, is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes. Let's start with the most exciting ending of the day. Green Bay holding on to beat the Baltimore Ravens and backup quarterback Tyler Huntley, who's really incredibly fun to watch. He's a backup to Lamar Jackson. He played very well. He's a handful. So John Harbaugh may get some criticism. We live in this world now. Any coach going for it on fourth down years ago was a hero, and now we crush him for analytics. I would have gone for it. Here's why. It's the end of a game. Green Bay's defense has struggled to stop Tyler Hunley situationally. It's the end of a long drive, and they're pretty gassed. And you've got them on the precipice of beating them and not having to go to overtime against Aaron Rodgers. You see what happened Thursday with the Chargers? You go to overtime with Patrick Mahomes. You go to overtime with Aaron Rodgers. You go to overtime with Tom Brady. doesn't turn out well. That's the power of Aaron Rodgers. So I look at it. End of a game. Packers on the road. Get them to travel. They've been on the field a lot in the second half. 
They're struggling to stop Tyler Huntley. He's also a guy that can do things on script. He's accurate, off script. He's got a great tight end, some real nice momentum on that drive. I would go for it. You know, it used to be when coaches went for it in fourth down, we celebrated them. Now we crush them. There are situations I would kick field goals. That wasn't one of them. Never forget, the situation was a tired Packer defense that was struggling to stop Tyler Hundley. He was playing with momentum and confidence. He's got a Hall of Fame level tight end. I thought the Ravens lost the game, but you'll never lose a locker room going for it in that situation. These are alpha males, highly aggressive. They didn't want to go to overtime against Aaron Rodgers either. My second thought of the day is that we all know the way it works with quarterbacks. There are some teams that have great quarterback talent and great weapons. The Chargers, the Buccaneers, the Rams. There are teams that have very limited offensive talent, but great quarterbacks. Buffalo, outside of Stephon Diggs, average offensive line, you know, could use another receiver, average backs. And then we know there are teams that have really, really good weapons and average quarterbacks, Cleveland and Minnesota. I mean, Vikings have Adam Thielen, Delvin Cook. Justin Jefferson, and you're stuck with Kirk Cousins. Ask yourself this today. Couldn't I also throw the Dallas Cowboys into that? They no longer throw the ball down the field. It's not the weapons. Their longest completion was Amari Cooper, 19 yards. Dak and Dunk, since the first week of November, has once again appeared. Injury, confidence, play calling. You can't blame Kellen Moore, right? Everybody loved Kellen Moore. I mean, Zeke and Tony Pollard aren't completely healthy, but they shouldn't have to be 100% to be able to engineer an offense. I mean, we know the New York Giants are an abscessed tooth of a franchise. This game was fairly competitive with eight minutes to go. And I, I think Dak is getting into that sort of Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins category, where the weapons and the O-line is better than the quarterback. Since the start of November, there have been four different instances when Dak Prescott is averaging six yards an attempt, and now teams are picking up on it. Teams don't respect him. It's getting worse. So, you know, I've said this. There's a handful of great quarterbacks in this league, and because people like Dak Prescott, they try to nudge him and move him toward that group. He's not in that group. And with that, let's pivot to New England's Mac Jones, who's finally struggled for the first time in seven or eight weeks. You know, there's only six quarterbacks in this league that whether they're trailing or leading, they, they play the same. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. To me, they're the super six. They're either magnificently talented or they have so many snaps at center pre-snap they can throw and everybody knows they're throwing. There's six of them in the league. There's a bunch of other really strong guys. There's moments Joe Burrow has some of those qualities. There are moments Kyler Murray has some of those qualities. But Kyler Murray has struggled situationally in two or three different games this year when he trailed and had to throw in a big spot. So it's not a surprise that Mac Jones struggled. He doesn't look the same trailing. Either to 24 other guys. Again, it's Aaron, Brady, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert. I can't really tell 
if they're leading or they're trailing. But Mac Jones, he's a better version of Tua. And that's what's interesting about this league in quarterbacks is that Tua's won, what, six straight? Max won, what, seven of eight? If you have a great defensive coach, Bill Belichick, Brian Flores, and I feel like Tua is a lesser version of Mac Jones, not dynamic, not overly powerful arm, doesn't make a ton of big mistakes, although Tua did have a pick six against the Jets. You can win a lot of games in this league. You're not going to win Super Bowls. But Mac Jones and Tua, you can win a lot of games. Between the two of them, I think they've won 12 of their last 13 games. Great defense. Don't make mistakes. Win close. And so I, I've i never really thought of the Patriots as a team that would hoist a trophy this year. But Miami and New England are proving even limited quarterbacks with the right defense, the right coach, and a decent running game, you could win 70% of your games in this league. You know what team is fascinating to me? The San Francisco 49ers. So we all wrap our arms around Kyle Shanahan. We like him, right? The special teams of the Niners, that's his responsibility, continue to be a problem. The defense is good, but I can't give him a ton of credit for that. It's not his side of the ball. And the offense is only good with Jimmy Garoppolo. Aaron Rodgers is an all-time talent, sat for three years behind Favre. And I'm not comparing Garoppolo to Favre. But Trey Lance, if Jimmy Garoppolo finishes this season and gets to the playoffs, will have played one game in over two years. There's a reason Trey Lance isn't playing. Jimmy Garoppolo's got the locker room, got the momentum, and got the better game right now. I think it's fascinating. What do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo? Because if you watch the Niners play, they're going to go in as a lower NFC seed, and you and I all know they're going to give somebody fits. It's going to be Green Bay, Tampa, the Rams, or Dallas. I mean, they are physical on both sides. Even at wide receiver Debo Samuel, the Niners are totally physical. They're going to knock somebody off. Jimmy Garoppolo's got a great opportunity as a road dog to knock somebody off. Where are you going to go with him? I mean, clearly he's super close with George Kittle. Clearly the offensive line, Debo Samuel. I mean, he targets the right guys. He gets into the right guys. I've said this before. He's the unique quarterback. He's better in the two-minute drill than he is in the first quarter. He always starts out a little slow, gains momentum and confidence, plays very well in second halves and late in games and late in halves. I think it's fascinating. What do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, the bottom line is you go to camp next year. If he's taken you to the playoffs and won a game, he's a starting quarterback. How much better does Trey Lance have to play to beat Jimmy Garoppolo out? Peter King suggested this to me about three weeks ago. They're not going to trade him. You'd be crazy to trade him. Go look at this league. Baltimore had to play a backup quarterback today. Arizona this year's had to play a backup quarterback. A lot of quarterbacks going down. So I think my point with Jimmy Garoppolo, the special teams aren't great. Kyle Shanahan doesn't get credit for the defense. And he doesn't win without Jimmy Garoppolo. Can we all admit this? That Jimmy Garoppolo has got a lot more leverage and a lot more power in this situation than anybody wants to realize. He's a gamer. They don't win unless he plays, period. All right, Mike Silver co-authored All Things Possible with Kurt Warner, which became the basis for the movie American Underdog, which is opening Christmas Day, and it's going to do huge, huge numbers. I mean, not Spider-Man numbers. Spider-Man, like, like broke the internet, broke the movie theaters. And as uh, somebody, uh, Derek Thompson's a very funny follow, a very smart guy from The Atlantic. He said, 
Spider-Man making $270 million at the box office in this era of movies is like Pedro Martinez having an ERA at 1.5 during the steroid era. <laughs> so let, let me start. Well, let me start with this. Um, I am a, I like analytics, but I do think there are moments that are situational. I think fourth and four is hard against a good defense if you're Aaron Rodgers. So there are moments uh, the you know the Chargers before half I would have probably kicked a field goal there but the rest of them I'm for it I, I'm for going we used to celebrate coaches who had the guts to go for it now we kill them but but I agreed and my theory on the Ravens Packers was this Mike that Packer defense was on the field a lot in the fourth and couldn't stop him so I get a gas defense for one play against the guy who can score on script off script I agreed with Harbaugh. I, I agreed with him two weeks ago when he did it against the Steelers and said so publicly. And so a few caveats. First of all, you and I would agree on this. You have to decide what you feel before the outcome reveals itself. Right. So you and I like it and we like it regardless of outcome. Right. Secondly, um, you know, that game wasn't over if they make that two point conversion. There were 42 seconds to go and they had a timeout in Aaron Rodgers. And you could ask the Niners, uh, right. you know, not not over. Um, I would say this analytics, and I'm not an analytics guy. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm anti. I'm just saying I don't study it. Like I don't right. nerd out on it. But um, analytics would tell you to go for two down fourteen when you score the first touchdown. And I believe it has a lot. To, you know the the non analytics way of saying it is you'd rather know first. And if you make right then you know you've got the upper hand. And if you miss it, you know you got to go for two anyway the next time. So um, I was I actually said to my sons, who are big Packer fans, who I was watching with, uh, they should go for two now and, uh, you know, at the time. Um, I, you know, the one thing analytics can't tell you and that I trust a, a good head coach, especially a veteran like John Harbaugh, to understand is the psychology of your team in that moment. You That's can, right. And you could make a case that two weeks removed from that crushing situation against the Steelers where you go for two and you don't make it. And it made sense at the time with their DBs out. And now you've done something special with all your DBs out and with Tyler Huntley and not Lamar that psychologically you want to give your team a sense that we're still in this. We're going to overtime if we can stop Aaron Rodgers and we're going to extend this. But, you know, I, I agree with you. Same with Staley. I'm never going to be the the old, you know, grumpy guy who once prodded coaches to be more aggressive and is now like, you blew it, John Harbaugh. You, <laughs> you, how dare you take that risk? And also when you have a mobile quarterback, to me, that two-point scenario feels different. Yep. And I said, you have a Hall of Fame tight end in Mark Andrews, who's a, a, a nightmare disadvantage for the Packers. Yeah. And, you know, it also matters. We're four hours into a game and the defense is gassed and we're just on the field and chasing around Tyler Huntley. So all those situational things, I thought it was a good call. So I want to throw this at you. Um, and, I, and I addressed this early and I said, you know, the Niners are going to upset somebody. They're, they're physical everywhere, including wide receiver. They're yeah. going to beat somebody. It's going to be Rams, Packers, Dallas. Some, Dallas, they match up really well against. Here's the thing. So the Niners special teams aren't very good. The defense is good, but Kyle didn't get credit for that. And I like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And the offense is only good if Jimmy G plays. 
And I'm sitting there thinking, Aaron Rodgers is one of the great quarterback talents of all time and sat for three years. If Garoppolo gets him into the playoffs and wins a game, he opens camp as the guy. He's tight with that team. He's a good-looking guy guy, right? He's a guy's guy. You tell you tell me, Trey Lance will have not taken a snap in more than one game in two and a half years in next year's by next year's camp. What do you do with that situation? I I don't think I'd trade him. I think you could get something for him. I don't think I'd move him. Uh, first of all, I take issue with you saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is good looking. He is exceptional looking. He <laughs> is by far the best looking man ever to wear a football uniform, if not inhabit the earth. And I say that as someone who is happily married like you to a woman, not that it matters. I'm just saying Jimmy Garoppolo yes. is that don't insult him. Um, yeah, I, I would say this. First of all, um, these are the Niners that I expected all year. And I went to that game at Levi's when they came out lifeless against Colt McCoy and no DeAndre Hopkins and looked dead in the water and it was over. And then they beat the Rams and resuscitated themselves. But I, yeah, I don't think they're just a curiosity who's going to be tough in the playoffs. I think they, when, when they're rolling like this, they are a legit threat to win uh, the NFC and the whole thing. It's going to be harder road, but it's there. Um, You know, We've seen the good problem to have scenario a few times in football history, Rodgers and Favre, uh, Philip Rivers and Breeze. Uh, you know, this is funny because you'll remember this and most people don't. So the Chargers get Rivers in the first round in the Eli Manning trade after the draft. And he's the guy. And Breeze is starting that next year in his second year. And it's not looking good. And then Breeze... They, rec- they actually had to recover an onside kick for Breeze to pull out a game to kind of stay in. And then Breeze got hot. Well, now year three, Breeze is Breeze, and it's crazy. And they're still planning to trade Drew Breeze after that third season. They're not going to make the playoffs. And they have one more game uh, that was meaningless. And normally in that game, you would have put Phillip Rivers out there to see what you got in year three. Yes. They did not do it because – they were going to, oh, I'm sorry. They were going to trade Philip Rivers, not Drew Brees, because Brees had proven it. So they were going to say, fine, we'll trade Philip Rivers. They didn't put him out there because they didn't want to jeopardize the, you know, they didn't want him to get hurt. And then you can't trade him. Drew Brees then suffered a ruinous shoulder injury. It ruined the whole thing. So then they had to trade Drew Brees. He ended up, of course, being fine. And then that paved the way for Philip yep. Rivers. So we've seen these good problems before. Jimmy Garoppolo winning the Super Bowl with the 49ers this year would be a great problem to have. I still <laughs> think if you've traded that much to get a guy. Now, when Kyle made that trade, he might not have known that it was for Trey Lance, separate subject. I think right. he thought it was for Mac Jones. But be that as it may, you've invested that much, uh, and he's that athletic and intelligent, it seems to me that you are still looking to make that move. But you're yeah. right. Jimmy's exceptionally popular in that locker room. And and even winning one playoff game points toward keeping him. They could win more than one. Hey, the NFL playoffs are almost here. And to help you stay on top of the action, FanDuel Sportsbook's giving you a $10 bonus when you play $20 in same-game parlay bets. They're fun. You can win a lot of money without betting a lot of money. Fast payout, safe and secure, America's number one sportsbook. The same-game parlay bonus is live through today. Lock in some winners and enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. 
If you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up. Promo code always Colin always to get a free bet, free bet up to one thousand dollars. That's the promo code Colin, so they know that we sent you. Go to the FanDuel Sportsbook app again. Safe, easy to use, fast payouts. I love betting FanDuel Sportsbook. I had a good weekend. Hope you do too. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you were, um, you've always been a little bit of a skeptic on the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And you have very good sources inside that room. I have one source. And, um, you know, the, the question about Kyler has never been, is he gifted enough? But they brought in some veterans because they did worry about leadership. Kyler's not necessarily a good hang with all the guys. He can be kind of his own guy, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a baseball guy before he was a football guy. And, you know, I said this uh, last week. I don't love his body language. I don't. He can – I mean, Aaron, sometimes I'm critical of it, the eye rolling. But, I mean, sometimes with Kyler, it's like dramatic. Players see that and they don't appreciate it, right? And he's a young guy. And – I do wonder a little bit. I wonder when I watch that offense. You tell me, Mike. You have good sources on this. I wonder if they're unraveling a little bit in Arizona. Okay, so, um, yeah. One reason I was skeptical of the Cardinals this year, and I clearly got that wrong for most of the season at least, is that I knew that there was a lot of pressure on that team. Uh, While most of us, I think, looked at last year, and remember, we were not around because of COVID, so our reporting was not what it should have been. But most of us kind of looked at them last year, kind of like the Dolphins, like, wow, they're doing pretty well. They didn't make the playoffs, but they were right there at the end. And it's promising. And they're going to really have a chance next year to take a step. Owner Michael Bidwell did not look at it that way. He looked at it like we should we should have closed and made the playoffs. You guys all screwed it up. You're all on blast. And that certainly included Cliff Kingsbury. And so I thought that combined with some of the things you said about Kyler, not necessarily your classic, you know, guy who galvanizes the locker room and is a leader right. yet, um, that it could go really bad. But then I had it wrong, obviously. They lost to the Rams. It's funny. So I'm writing my 32 questions column, which I did for years at Yahoo and later at NFL.com. I'm doing it for Bally Sports now. And my lead last week was quoting Kurt Warner, who thank you for mentioning in the intro. We uh, co-wrote a book and 21 years later, it's now a movie, American Underdog. Went to a premiere at Chinese theater last week. It's surreal. Um, but he's very smart about football and he took each of those franchises to the Super Bowl. So I thought I'd ask him the day after, the morning after Rams Cardinals, what'd you think? Because I think a lot of us saw that and thought, wow, that could be a real turning point the Rams could take over uh his quotes and you can read it on Valley Sports um he basically said the Rams still worry me Stafford still worries me I think the real Stafford could surface and the Cardinals don't worry me that much because I've seen them lose twice at home to the Packers and to the uh uh, though to the Rams, and he said in both times they didn't play well at all, and they were right there. They got they can get back into it so quickly. I'm not worried. I think they're you know they'll they'll be right there in the playoffs. But I think I'd love to talk to Kurt again, and I probably will because that's not what happened to Detroit. And, and in fairness, that's not what happened against the Panthers a little while back either. And and that's two bad losses. And did you happen to notice who they play next? Because it's not a great uh, thing for them. I believe their next game is against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and the Colts may have to throw for more than 58 yards in that one. But <laughs> that's not a great next opponent right now after what we uh, have seen recently. You know, I I, I got to – let's go back to Thursday. Um, when 
Frank Reich and Chris Ballard rolled the dice on Carson Wentz, I was a big advocate. And I came out and I just said, listen, the kid is a 6'5", super athlete. Uh, there's a lot of similarities to Andrew Luck. He's a little reckless, but he's a tough kid. Guys like him. He's going to lose you a couple games. He's going to do a Sam Darnold and make a throw that's just completely uh, non-redeemable. But I will say this. We've paid attention to the Stafford acquisition. This Colts team is the Niners of the AFC. I feel like they're going to beat somebody, Mike, in the playoffs first round. They're going to knock somebody off. I'll tell you, teams will not want to play him, first of all. And I am not as high on Wentz. I believe that because... You know, you know how everyone gives the Colts a hard time for hanging the banners that say made it to the AFC championship game. The right, problem right. of that is there should be all the Carson Wentz supporters, and maybe you are included, should have a banner that says could have been MVP in 2017. <laughs> he didn't get hurt, asterisk, and his backup then went on to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I feel like we're living a little bit in the past on that now. He was a broken guy, but I did feel that Frank Reich, who knows him so well and is so good at those situations, could could coax him back. Um, but I think, you know, to me, if you told me Carson Wentz is going to have to carry the Colts to a playoff win, I'm kind of like, uh, but they, you know, Jonathan Taylor could run that thing. Uh, they've got Buckner. Leonard, that middle, you know, those guys in the middle, they've got some real um, foundational players in the middle of that. Wentz and Garoppolo can win you games. We probably don't trust either in the play of the game, which is why they're not Super Bowl teams, but they play a physical style. We respect their offensive coaches. And I think we both think the Niners and the Colts will win a playoff game. And I kind of feel I kind of feel they're the same. Yeah. Garoppolo makes me nervous. But I when I think Garoppolo, who I've seen be within half a quarter of a Super Bowl championship with that team, I think they could go further. But you know, I guess the Colts could too. So, you know, one of the things that um got the NBA in trouble was you know, they had certain political leanings, which I may agree with, but then it looked like they were selling their soul, LeBron and the league on China. The NFL has been kind of conservative leaning, pro-business, capitalists morning to night my entire life. Sure. I've always felt the shield over everything. So I'm I'm not bothered by them moving games. I'm not bothered by the NFL saying, listen, it appears to be a slightly weaker variant. Yeah. The stronger variant was not punitive to any of our players. We're just going to move these games and get the games in. And you can say we're changing protocol. Okay. We want the games to be played. We don't want to cancel games. I'm comfortable with what they're doing. Some in the media are not because I feel like they've always been in my lifetime. We're doing whatever's best for business. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I don't love it. So... Some background on me, though I may have uh, strong lefty political leanings, oddly enough, when it comes to the NFL and business, I am super like Adam Smith, free market. Like I remember the old Politburo bosses who used to share everything and, you know, never innovate or market. And I was with Eddie DeBarlow and Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft 
and the new guard of owners who were like, nah, we're going to aggressively try to generate revenue and not just sit there and take our free bread and we're yes. going to try to grow this thing. So, um, and that was before I worked at NFL Network for eight years, but my leanings on the NFL tend to be very in line with that. Like it's a business, get over it. Um, I don't love this. And there are a couple of complaints I have. The optics competitively are weird. And I re I understand that it's going to be weird either way. But, you know, first of all, you got Raiders Browns and you've got JC Treader in his high up position at the union who has a conflict of interest, doesn't recuse himself at the very least and gets the Browns game moved back <laughs> in a way that helps the Browns. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm not one of those, you know, I'm not like a Raider fan. It's like, it's always against us, but you can understand the frustration there. I really understand the frustration of the Seahawks and the Eagles whose games were moved back. And now their players, especially the Seahawks, are testing positive in the meantime, while the Rams players and the Washington players are getting back on the list. So it's going to be a competitive disadvantage if it keeps trending this way for the Seahawks and the Eagles uh, you know, relative to the other team. And then, of course, there's what happens the next week. Um, I get it. We're in a pandemic. I got it last year. I'm not averse to the concept of games being moved and getting the games in. What I don't like in general is that the NFL is basically going from an orientation, at least presentation-wise, that this is a pandemic. It's spreading. We need to try to deal with it. And we've got protocols in place to try to help help mitigate that. And now they're just going, eh, everyone's getting it. We don't care. And, and it, it almost reminds me of the, if we stop testing, there'll be fewer cases uh, weirdness. So I, I guess I would say this, it's easy for people on the outside to just go, well, come on, they're not going to get that sick from it. And, you know, it, it's spreading and that's what it is. But, you know, these are players who may live with immunocompromised people. They may have parents who are old. And we also, as a society, we have a responsibility to at least try to not blatantly spread it. I understand businesses are going to try to stay open. I understand it's complicated. Optics-wise, I didn't love the just, you know what, we're having a problem now getting games in, so let's just change the protocol so that we don't know about it. And therefore <laughs> plug your ears. And, and also people who say, why can't asymptomatic players play? It's outside or it's a door dome with good ventilation. Like open your mind for a second. There's locker rooms, there's buses, there's, you know, I, it's, it's going to spread. And so the NFL has basically said, everyone's getting it. And I, you know, I hope it'll be okay. Um, someone's grandma or someone's mom or someone's immunocompromised, you know, brother is probably going to take it on the chin in a way that he or she wouldn't have. And I, I don't like it. So, you know, what I think's a, a really interesting story is that certain divisions have good teams, NFC, AFC North. Yeah. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, but if you go look right now in the National Football League, Mike, I did this Friday on the show, and I think because of Cincinnati's win, I haven't seen the standings as we speak. And we won't really know the week standings because we have six more games, right? Or seven. 
the best two quarterbacks, and I'm counting Jalen Hurts as the second best quarterback. I do believe he's the second most dynamic quarterback to Dak in that division. The best two quarterbacks lead every single division. Every single one. Now, you know, I consider Mac Jones to be kind of a better version of Tua. Low ceiling, accurate, smart kid. But and, and why that matters is so I have predicted 12 of 14 current playoff teams simply because I always say if you have a competent coach and a good quarterback, you're in. Do you ever think about this? That the downside of this, the upside is the playoffs will have all the best quarterbacks. The the downside you're, you're is saying Russell Wilson right now is not that's right. Good. So right now, yeah, Stafford right now, and that division's interesting because all four. Totally Russell's the best of that division. Right. Okay. So I'm saying in terms of playing this year, uh, Matt Stafford's been very, very strong, and Kyler up until about two weeks ago been very, very strong. That's kind of the outlier. That's also a division where the fourth-best quarterback made a Super Bowl and led Patrick Mahomes going into the fourth. So, you know, it's it's the SEC of pro football. It's like everybody's kind of good. Right. But – I always think the good news to that is get the quarterback at least mostly right. You'll be in the playoffs. It's good for the league. But I do worry that the the bottom half of the league gets really non-competitive. The Jets are non-competitive mostly. The Giants are non-competitive. <clears throat> the Texans are non-competitive. Does that worry you at all? Do you think the league even ever considers we are so pro quarterback now that if he gets hurt, you're done? If you don't have the right guy, you become the bottom of the NBA. We are not even competitive. We're the bottom of baseball. Well, first of all, I guess 28 of the 32 teams going into this weekend were still alive. They added a playoff yeah. team. We're still all trying to do the 17-game math in our heads. But, um, I mean, the worst shall be first. I, I wrote a whole column going back to my weird, uh, you know, incongruous uh, free market orientation when it comes to – the NFL uh, during the lockout in 2011, I wrote a column for Yahoo uh, comparing the NFL to communism in many ways. And the worst shall be first certainly applies to the draft, right? Um, so you say the Jets aren't competitive. They just had the number two pick in the draft and took a quarterback. The Giants traded up and took Daniel Jones. I mean, it's not that the system is set up to keep those teams from being competitive quarterback wise it's that they're not choosing the right ones and or developing them and or surrounding them with infrastructure so fair um, now I don't really worry about it. I mean look at the Ravens right they um had to play the Packers with literally a starting secondary that I didn't have really heard of any of them and Tyler Huntley now I happen to in my work as a member of the Washington football team's preseason broadcasting crew. That was with Colin, by the way, I was the sideline guy with Kenny Albert and Joe Theismann. I felt pretty like I didn't pretty much like I didn't belong, but grateful to be part of that. And uh, they played the Ravens and Tyler Huntley basically played the, most of that game. And I was like, I just kept looking from the sideline going like, this guy's awesome. And I'm a Pac-12 guy. <laughs> Is he really this good? Now it's preseason and all that. But Tyler Huntley's pretty good, and they had him prepared. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think uh, we say there aren't enough quarterbacks, or we always say – but and teams are going to be looking hard. And if Rodgers and Russell Wilson are really there for the taking, it's going to be as crazy as it's been the last couple off seasons. But 
um, you know, you've you've got to have the right people picking quarterbacks and you've got to have an infrastructure that supports them. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com slash colin tirerack.com the way tire buying should be this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge (sighs) is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So um, you, I said this before, is that Most of the NFL was rooting against Urban Meyer. Uh, Most NFL people look at college football as sort of JV football. We saw Spurrier flame out. Lou Holtz, like Urban Meyer, quit. Bobby Petrino quit. Most of these guys don't work. Uh, Pete Carroll had an NFL history before college. You know, Jimmy Johnson, even though he hadn't been to the NFL, had gone to camps, wanted to be an NFL guy. Urban had told me. Harbaugh was really an NFL guy. Yes. Yeah. So Urban told me a year ago. A year before he took the job, he goes, I never even watched the NFL. And I remember telling one of my bosses at Fox, I'm like, 
when I heard rumors he would go to the NFL, I'm like, he doesn't have any contacts. Like, you got to have contacts. So I thought Jacksonville was the perfect place for him if he was going to succeed. It's a college town. I'm like, this is perfect. He's got a fan base built in. He's got Trevor Lawrence. It's a goofy division. There's no dominant quarterback. Um, And then it just unraveled. Are you surprised? His mistakes were so collegiate and so dumb. The Iowa strength coach, Tebow. Like, you're probably not surprised by any of it. Well, I'm surprised by the just complete train wreck element of it. And they, the, the mistakes were collegiate, but they were arrogant. And so I would say, I think people in the media and people in the business are, you say, rooting for. I think our guards are up for different reasons. I think in the media, we say these people are used to being emperor. And it's the same thing I think media people think when a Belichick disciple who thinks if you just act like Bill, you will win comes in. It's the same. It's, it's you know, famously Nick Saban, uh, while he was at the Dolphins, one morning came in and a woman uh, who worked outside of football saw him and said, oh, your hair, your hair looks good, coach. He had gotten a haircut. A memo went out later that day that said you are not to speak to Coach Saban unless he addresses you first, unless you're in football. So it's that sense that these guys are so used to being in charge and they just can't handle the heat, whether it's media questioning or, hey, your hair looks good. So that's that's one side of it. And Urban, that certainly seemed to apply to him. But I think coaches and personnel people and people in the business, and this goes back to what you talked about, um, their guards are up for other reasons. Now, when Tebow mania was happening in the NFL, I remember a very respected personnel guy in the NFL, uh, one of the top GMs at the time, called me and said, you see this Urban Meyer quote? And I said, huh? He said, he just said that the reason Tim Tebow hasn't succeeded in the NFL is that nobody has understood how to use him. And he was like, really? You really think you know how to use Tim Tebow, but no one in the NFL, these coaches, has figured it out. And this might have been after Tebow mania when he was washing out or before. And so I think there's also that whole, um, yeah, he doesn't have any contacts. He doesn't really watch the NFL, but he came in thinking like, I mean, how hard could it be? And I think Spurrier had a little element of that. Like Harbaugh. By the way, by the way, Charlie Weiss from the NFL to college had that at Notre Dame. Right, right. And Harbaugh knew how hard it was because he was Captain Comeback and and understood it. Um, So I think, you know, that's part of what you saw. And from what I reported in early October and and what I was told is that he came in in that building, disparaging other coaches, the players, the NFL in general, ripping the league. And so um, I think you add that to the bucket. But with all of that said, yeah, I'm surprised. The guy won a ton of games. He was really good coach at Utah. He was a champion coach at Florida and Ohio State. And, um, you know, you would think that you would at least take a team with Trevor Lawrence and, you know, some enthusiasm and some accomplished coaches on that staff and make them a little more competitive. 
All right. The movie is called American Underdog. It opens Christmas Day. It's a book that Mike Silver wrote with Kurt Warner like years and years and years ago. And so give me this. When did somebody, because it takes a long time to get movies made, was it three or four years ago somebody approached you and said, hey, this book would make a great Christmas movie? We'll call it It's Amazing. So I have this framed article up here that just happens to be one of the things in my office, but it's a uh, it's a Sports Illustrated, I'll try to see it there. It's a Sports Illustrated cover story that I wrote off of Super Bowl 34 when Kurt was the MVP and threw the touchdown pass to Isaac Bruce and they stopped the Titans on the one-yard line. That was his first year as a starter, his breakthrough year. I, I had gone out and written the story in week four or five that had the cover, Who Is This Guy?, um, and when he was just tearing up the league out of nowhere, um, I, in the lead to that story, I literally say, it's a, I say, it's a story that has been called too schmaltzy, even for Hollywood. So I stand corrected, first of all, and, <laughs> and, you know, but it did take a long time. So, yeah, I always knew like this story is crazy. It's unprecedented in the NFL and even in major professional sports, you know, to have a guy who, you know, there was family tragedy, there were other things going on, but he was literally stocking supermarket shelves at the Hy-Vee grocery store out of college in Iowa for minimum wage on the graveyard shift and telling guys, yeah, man, I could be an NFL, you know, guy. And they were like, yeah, you know, like you would expect. And Five years later, he was not just like a good NFL quarterback, but like space age good tearing up the league. So it, it is a crazy story. And I guess that's, you know, I, I purposely didn't see the movie until the premiere. And I'm sitting there and I, I remember thinking, you know, as I'm watching it, like, God, this is corny, but it's the truth. It's faithful to the book. Like it really That's is. right that it is a corny story, but it's a nice story. And, um, you know, Kurt's great. I worked with him for eight years at NFL Network. He's a good, good person. He and Brett have been through a lot. They've done it the right way. And um, I, I I think people, I think it's a nice movie. I think people like it. Uh, I'm going to watch it. You should be really proud. Um, yeah. There are very few sports writers in my life or media people that have done this. I mean, it's a really big accomplishment. You should have a bottle of Cristal with your wife up in Napa or whatever you very talented, smart people do with your lives in Northern California. You should be very proud of yourself. We're going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take your, uh, you know, well-intentioned statement and turn it into a threat. And that's you and I are going to celebrate with our wives at a very nice, there we go, you know, and we'll, we'll get some bottles of whatever we're in the mood for. And uh, yeah, no, that's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, and to answer your earlier question, yeah, it got optioned a few times over the years. It's been a few years in the making, but yeah. um, you know, I, I credit these filmmakers for believing in it. And I know Kurt had a lot to do with how the story got shaped. And, you know, I know Kurt, uh, you know, back in 2000 and, and on, he was very overt about his religious faith and it kind of freaked some people out. Um, you know, he and Brenda are a lot different. I, I know they still are very, very, you know, have strong convictions and believe in, in you know, some very, very good things, but they're much less eager to uh, shout it from the rooftops. And so I think, you know, 
the people will find the movie reflects that. And uh, I think that's by design. Well, I can't wait for you to I, you and I to go out for lunch or dinner, and um, I'll probably have to wear a mask in Los Angeles. We'll probably be, have to be double masked to sit at the Toscana Bar in Brentwood anymore. We will. The- we will. Man. <laughs> ah, it's a mask. I mean, seriously, I'll get over it. <laughs> I know. Thoughts and prayers to us. We are now. Um, <laughs> we're now going to conclude this afternoon of speaking into a microphone about football. Uh, as part of our vocations and, you know, say, you know, thoughts and prayers to us. Good seeing you, buddy. Thank you. Go watch the movie, folks. Christmas Day, it go comes out. Christmas Day, watch the Madden documentary on Fox and then watch American Underdog. I'm going to opening Christmas Day. Great movie, great premise. And my buddy, Mike Silver. All right, folks, go to our YouTube page right now at the volume sports and then push subscribe so you can watch all our stuff me draymond green middlecoff jay boy renee paquette jenkins and jones uh alex monaco everything we got live moods everything we have chris mannix unboxing anything you want to watch by the way jake paul boom another knockout it's pretty legit we'll talk soon Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.